0: particularly slippery, and the king was having trouble picking one up between his teeth. When the sausage skated across his plate and onto the floor, the king jumped from his chair, shouting, Ah! The chair toppled over with a thud, and everyone looked up in shock. But instead of sitting down in meek embarrassment, the king grabbed a fork, waved it in the air as if it were a royal scepter, and shouted, "'Enough of this squabbling! Something must be done! "'Call in the royal advisers.' The advisers rushed in, their long robes billowing around them like the sails on a ship. The king said, "'It's long past time our three daughters were married, "'and no longer squabbling at my breakfast table. "'Yep, they only yawn when their boy cousins speak to them, "'and our citizens are starting to fall asleep during our royal speeches.' We need to, well, you know, stir things up a little. Isn't there some way that this old rule making everyone in our family marry one another can be changed? The advisors tugged on their beards, furrowed their brows, and looked at each other, each hoping one of the others would think up an idea. At last, one white-bearded, pointy-nosed old advisor opened his mouth. "'Your Highnesses, you must realize that the very perfection of your family line "'depends on keeping out non-royal blood. "'Just look at the gleaming beauty of your gigantic front teeth, "'the imposing nature of your double chins, "'and your talent for, shall we say, animated debate.' "'Yes, these are all stupendous advantages,' said the Queen.' But the king and I are agreed, as always. If our daughters are too bored to marry, then we'll never have grandchildren, and not one of these excellent features will be passed on. That's right, said the king. And even worse, they'll sit at my breakfast table every morning, arguing about who gets to ride in the carriage and whether peach jam or orange marmalade taste better. We repeat, something must be done. Now go away, and don't come back until you've found a way around that old royal decree. After murmuring among themselves in the hallway, the advisors decided to spend a month at an expensive country house in a far corner of Monotonia, for which they ordered lots of wine, roast meat, and pastries. Unfortunately for them, the king found out about their plans and sent them to a thatched hut with no heat and lots of mice. After three cold nights, trumpets blasted to announce that the advisors had returned to the royal court. We have, shall we say, solved the problem, the pointy-nosed old advisor told the king and queen. "Uh, Your Highnesses, began the shortest, roundest advisor, holding a handkerchief to his nose. We have found a sentence near the bottom of the decree that should help your daughters marry someone else besides the cousins they find so dull. It says... Excuse me, these ancient scrolls are so dusty. Ah, yes. A princess may marry outside the family as long as the king and queen allow her completely free choice when picking her husband. The room went quiet. The queen said, Do you really mean letting our royal daughters pick out any old husband? What if one comes home with a chimney sweep? Or a used chariot salesman? Or, added the king with a shudder, a man who isn't even from monotonia. The advisers all looked down at their shoes, then up at the chandeliers. But at last, old pointy-nose spoke, so quietly that everyone had to lean forward to hear him. "'Your Highnesses, it might be the last chance to preserve peace at your breakfast table. Remember the boring cousins?' The king and queen frowned, looking worried. The next day they issued a royal decree. Saying that their three daughters were free to choose their own husbands, and added the king to his daughters, you'd better get to work pronto i don't think I-